belch. Hello, hello, hello. This is part two of recording in the same day on two separate podcasts. In other words, I've done a little recording this morning that went on the podcast this morning on the 13th of March. This is the second half, and I'd just like to point out for any employers listening, I do this on my break. I'm entitled to half an hour break. I shall talk to my phone as I wish on my break if I want to. So, is <laughs> so tired. But if anyone looks at me, they can tell I'm on the break because I have a Stanley flask full of tea. Yeah. So if anyone comes up, excuse me, sorry, on my break, can't help you. Do apologise. Well, I'm having to cut down now because I'm drinking like this, whatever, two plus litre Stanley flask or whatever the size this is and my eyes just consistently twitching from all the tea that I'm drinking. I went a whole day with no caffeine at all, no coffee, no tea, no nothing, and my eyes start twitching, but I need it. As you do. But hey, it's British, British weather. Let's have a look. Yep, crap again. And this is every podcast I've started out with. Yep, the weather, what is it like? Crap. Okay, moving on. At least there's no snow this time, so that's a bonus. Hey, the Oscars was last night. Um, this morning when I done a bit of recording, I just seen Brandon Frazier and what film won. Because I was like, yeah, I haven't seen any of the films. And I was like, well, I've actually seen the film that won. I need to find out Short Round had won an Oscar as well. Good on you. Didn't even know you'd done any work since then to them, but good on you. Watched the film. Didn't even realise it was Short Round from Temple of Doom. Well done. Fair play to you. Oh, so all the socials are sort of knocking out. Oh, nobody got slapped in the face this time. Oh, well. A bit boring this year. Oscar 95. But going through the sort of YouTube shorts, I put a few on there. As and when. Mainly video games on the Adam Paul Morgan channel, which is the game and stuff. And anything that's in the real world. What's telling me what time it is? Anything that happens in the real world, that goes on It's Morgan. Which I'll talk about. But I did see this one video which irritated me. Now was on YouTube Shorts or one of them social things. Now, not on TikTok. But it was this mom who was buying her daughter a car and they wanted to surprise her with a car. So what they done is they waited for her to come back from, I don't know, I won't pay attention to that bit. They were waiting to surprise her with the car. And they were like, hey, we're going to go to the mall. But we're going to drive. Well, ma'am, can I have the keys? Yeah, you can have the keys to your car. What? Oh, my God. I don't believe it. Gosh, I'm so lucky. I bought... Yeah, you are fucking lucky. And you know what? That fucking irritated me, if it was true. It was probably all set up and fake, but it fucking irritated me. So I look at myself and what I had to do to get my car. All right? My driving lessons. Now, back then... That was about £21.50. That was for the lessons for one hour. £21.50. He was a good instructor as well, the local instructor. Followed by... He's retired now. Followed by the theory test. Now, I, I'll, hands up, I failed that three times. And I passed on my third. No, I failed it twice. I failed it twice, passed on my third time. I should say, yeah, that's it. That's what happened. Yeah. Still had to pay for my driving lessons. And then I paid for my own driving test, which you had to pay the driver for the car and for the driving test. And thank God, 
I passed first time because it was just overall it was very expensive it was like 60 pound in total for the test or something I can't remember but I think it was around the 60 pound mark that was just to take your test and to pass your bloody test and a couple of years went by then I bought myself a car oh wait I had to get a loan to pay for the car all right okay right so I've got to pay the loan back okay and then the fuel I have to pay that and the car tax which I kind of paid for that I do want to know then repairs I pay for that the insurance I pay for that dash cam I've paid for that spare wheels I've paid for that so just to sort of spoil out some fucking spoiled little brat who was given a car willy-nilly because she blinks at the you know daddy blinks at the right way or something like that and she got a car there you go bang done there's your car go and enjoy yourself enjoy life and drive safely but that's the thing how many people do you know because i know fucking hundreds that were given a car willy-nilly didn't have to work for it all they had to do was Past the test, which I'm presuming mummy and daddy's credit card paid for. How many people didn't pay a single penny to get their car? How many of them people crashed their fucking car? Mm, I can think of a handful. And this is going from people I went to school with, people I work with over the years, people I do through volunteer work and stuff, who just basically was given a car and they fucking crashed it straight away. Because if it's not, if you didn't work for it, you're going to drive fucking like a nutter, you're not going to give a toss if you dent it or crash it or whatever. No, you're not going to give a fuck. Whereas me, I'm so fucking careful, particularly with the speeding as well. Now, here's the thing with the road tax that's going on. If you're doing 30 on the road, I'll, I'll do 30. I've only got an eco car, so I've got no power. I'm not really going to go that fast in it. But you got these people in these Hiroshimasaurus cars vroom, straight past me on a 30 mile an hour road, they're doing 45, straight past me. And I just think, yeah, but I'm not paying road tax because my car was registered long before the, the new rules come in. So you had to pay road tax no matter what. But because mine's a little eco car, so Greta Thunberg would like this car. I don't have to pay road tax. And plus it was registered before in 2017, right before the new tax laws came in. So I don't have to pay road tax. But I still have to send the bloody form off every year to say that I'm paying road tax, which is zero pence. Zero pounds, zero pence. I have to do it or I will be in trouble, even though I don't have to pay anything for my car. Ah, oh, I love my little Ford Fiesta. It is a fun little car. Yes, you can get more powerful things, but do I really... Do I really want... Can it do 70 miles an hour? Yes, it can. I'm having the right car rant today. Little whinge of the Oscars and a nice little car rant as well. But over the years in general, the amount of people who I know who park... Just checking the time for my break. You enjoying your break? Yes. But the people who don't necessarily work or earn, you know, for their car... And they will crash it. I guarantee they'll crash it somehow. Someone will go, you know, they'll go into someone just careless. But if you work for it, you're really going to be responsible for your car. Yes, you will. I promise you. Because if it's your car and you're responsible for it, if anything happens to it, you're the one who's paying for it. Not mommy or daddy. No. You are. It is coming up to the couple of years of before when we went into lockdown 
I think because I was going through my phone messages all the way back to when lockdown originally happened. When everyone in the UK, every mobile phone in the UK got a message from the government saying, you must stay in. Do not leave. Do not breathe anyone. Do not cough anyone. Keep social distancing, blah, 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 blah. That was three years ago. Oh, the world's changed. I do wish we carried on social distancing because there's some dirty bastards. I think I got COVID just before the lockdown. I had the same symptoms, but we never, there was no testing done. I just had to lock myself in the spare room with the PlayStation, the Xbox, the Nintendo Switch. That was a good couple of days, actually. Followed by um, three weeks off work because of lockdown. But because where I was working, which was a multi-storey car park, for the nurses, I had to go back in. After three weeks, and I was the only member of staff covering multiple sites across Birmingham. So I was walking 20 miles a day in a deserted city. But when I did have time off during lockdown, what did I get up to in my free time? Of all the things that I could have done to progress myself, I could have started a podcast, but now, But I've done it now. What could I have done? I had a Star Wars Airfix model thing. All right, for those who know anything about Star Wars, uh, Y-Wing... TIE Fighter and X-Wing Airfix model kit that I put together that I had for years. For those who don't know anything about Star Wars spaceships, I put spaceships together. Now, well, I had this sort of box. I got it as a Christmas present or birthday present when I was 25. I put it together when I was 35. Well, anyway, it took me a long time to put it together, but I got that round together. My wife's got a typewriter, which she sort of inherited from a relative, but the ink had run out, the coil, the tape had run out. If anyone, again, anyone knows anything about these old typewriters, the ink had run out, basically. Sorted that, put that together. I read, probably not the best book to read during a pandemic, I Am Legend. Really good book. thousand times better than that bullshit Will Smith film. So I thought that was crap. Sorry, it was crap. I read that. That was a really good novel. Very different to the rest. And I completed The Last of Us Part 1 and just around the corner, Part 2 had come out. And I just locked myself in the room on my time off and just completed that game. So, The Last of Us, where it's going? Nobody knows. Somebody knows. Hopefully they do another series because it was really enjoyable. It was good to enjoy that story. And that's what kept me going with the games was the story. It was fantastic. I, was like, I, told, I keep telling people, if you've not played the game, watch the TV series, it's going to be a brilliant story. And the ending was just like the game, because as the TV show was going on, it was like, oh yeah, I did this in the game, yeah. Oh, I did this in the game. And the wife was asking me, does this happen in the game? Does this happen in the game? One thing I would say about the TV show versus the game, not a big criticism, it's just more clickers, more zombie type things. That would be nice if there was more of them. But they put some things in that I liked and some things I didn't. Going back to that TV show. Speaking of sort of zombie type things, there was a demo for the Chainsaw demo for Resident Evil 4 Remake. Downloaded it, had a quick go, didn't like it. Didn't like the Resident Evil 4 demo. I don't know why, because I absolutely adored 
uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. I had a quick go at Resident Evil 3. I like that. I just don't like Resident Evil 4, and I think I know why. Because the remake, because I had the Wii version, I had the GameCube version of Resident Evil 4, and I've got Resident Evil Wii, and, oh, just, that was, for me, that was one of the best games on the Wii. It was fantastic, it was brilliant, the way you reloaded. Lots of merchandise for you. <laughs> you know, if anyone knows, who played the game, you'd know that sort of, the merchant guy, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Give me a glass of whiskey. <laughs> but I went right off track then. But that was basically there. It was oh, it was brilliant. The way you reloaded on the Wii, it was like you were really flicking the gun out. And the aiming, it was probably the only sort of click and point thing that worked on the Wii. And of all the things that came out for the Wii, that was the only one that sort of worked. And it worked brilliantly. And that was a fantastic game, but I just played a few minutes of the demo and I was just like, it's trying to be too real, but that's a good thing. But for me, you know, if you have, you know, you might have played it and gone, oh, it's the best thing ever, best ever sort of remake. But for me, it was too real. Everything was trying to be too real. Whereas the Wii version and the sort of the original version of Resident Evil 4, it had that fantasy look to it, probably because they were trying to push the graphics as far as they could. But again, that's me. Everyone else might be different. I hope everyone is different because of the game of chess. So what else are we going to try and do? That's it. Training again. Surprise, surprise, in prison. We've got Mother's Day coming up. <laughs> Jesus. All the things that I've seen, all made from China, that's come over with the coronavirus. Oh, why would you say that? Because that's where it's from. China. Um, all this crap to buy your mum that's just going to end up in a charity shop one day. Why don't you just cut the middleman out and donate some money to a charity shop? I haven't seen many cards this year because people want you to really spend money on your mother. Well, my mother's probably drunk somewhere, so... I don't have to worry about that one. Whoa, say what you think. Yay. What are you doing for Mother's Day? Leave a comment below. It's nice doing these podcasts because I don't feel like the necessary YouTube thing where people are like, hey, like, share and subscribe and tell all your friends about this and make sure they do that, please, because I want to earn lots of money so I don't have to get a proper job. That's pretty much all it is, the like, share and subscribe thing, just to get their things up. Now, if there's ones that might generally help people for whatever reason, yeah. Not for me. I'm just here to pretend I'm having a conversation with you, your beautiful person, about the morals and the things of today. Like, would you park in a disabled bay when you clearly don't need it? People do. And guess what? They're dickheads. End of the day. Ah, oh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap this up. This is number six. And they said about podcasting is just to be consistent, just get them out there, which is nice. Because I can get this out in about half an hour rather than the other one. <laughs> right, if you want to email me for anything, and I will read them out, not the spam ones, but I will read the genuine emails out, you can email it at 0121, it's not a phone number, 0121, it's Morgan, 
itsmorgan at gmail.com. That's 0121 itsmorgan at gmail.com. It could be if you seek advice over something, if you have questions, or if you just want to say a howdy doody. Feel free to email the podcast at that one. So I'm Adam Paul Morgan. Tura a bit.